Welcome to another edition of the Books and Culture podcast with Books and Culture's editor, John Wilson. I'm Stan Guthrie. John, we have a great new volume. It's a little different for us. It's called The Tallgrass Prairie Reader. And before we turned on the microphones, I asked you if our friend Cindy Crosby is in there, and you said yes. That's right, Stan. It's a book from the University of Iowa Press, edited by John Price. When Wendy and I came out here from California... 20 years ago, we had almost never been in the Midwest. I knew the Midwest almost exclusively from books and movies. My grandmother had grown up in Illinois. She lived in a tiny town downstate called Nokomis, and Mm. later she went briefly to the University of Illinois, but her father, he was a banker, and he didn't think a woman should go to college. And then some years later, she went to Moody and graduated from Moody. She was a city missionary in Aurora, which is right next to Wheaton, as you know. Mm -hmm. And then after that, she was a missionary in China, and that's where my mom lived until she was 11 years old, as you and I have talked about before. So I had heard a little bit about the Midwest and Illinois in particular, but we'd really never been here. And almost as soon as we got here, we loved it. People would say to us, oh, it must be really hard for you (laughs) uh, coming from California to the Midwest. And we said, well, we miss friends and family greatly, but we love the Midwest. We love Chicago. Chicago, I mean, any city is a mix of good and evil and everything in between, but we love Chicago, but we also love the prairie. There isn't much of it left, sadly. One thing that's happened in landscaping in the 20 years that we've been here, and you've probably noticed this, is that there's been a real trend toward little bits of prairie in landscaping all over. So you see these beautiful tall grasses, and we have a few in our front yard that Wendy has planted. And I know I've told you before that one of our favorite spots on earth is the Schulenberg Prairie, which is at the Morton Arboretum, where we go very often, sometimes Mm -hmm. as often as once a week. And we go there largely because Cindy Crosby was such a wonderful advocate for Wendy went before I did. I was kind of reluctant to do that. I had other things on my mind, but she kept after me, and it's been a long time now that I've also been a great lover of the Morton Arboretum, and one of our favorite places in that beautiful spot is the Schulenberg Prairie, where starting in the 1960s, they found remnants of prairie in places like (laughs) the strips along the side of railroads and Mm -hmm. cemeteries, you know, places where these grasses had somehow survived and other prairie plants. And slowly they recreated a 19th century prairie on 100 acres. And we love to walk in it in all seasons. Of course, one of the paradoxes of that kind of restoration is that they have to keep working at it. And so Cindy's contribution to this wonderful volume, which comes in just a small section near the end where they have several pieces from the 21st century. Most of the pieces come from earlier, and most of them are excerpts from books. Wonderful range Mm -hmm. of writers. John Muir is in here, for instance. Cindy's is from a book of hers called By Willoway Brook, Mm -hmm. which is at the Morton Arboretum. Mm -hmm. And Wendy has bought 
probably 25 copies of that book over the years to give to people. And Cindy talks about how she has always thought of going to that spot as a place to be alone in a good way. And yet she's a volunteer there at the Arboretum, and part of what she does is get together with people who periodically go and pull out plants that are invading their recreated prairie. <laughs> and it's sometimes... a lot of work to keep something natural. <laughs> yeah, <it>? exactly. <laughs> that leads to a whole set of emotions and reactions and thoughts that ran through my mind as I was reading this wonderful anthology. And on the one hand, there's a tremendous sense of both nostalgia and loss mm. because in the early 19th century, most of the state of Illinois almost all of the state of Illinois and the entire state of Iowa virtually were all tall grass prairie. And then that extended into bits of Minnesota and a little bit of Kansas and Nebraska and so on. But those two states were almost entirely tall grass prairie. And now there's only just a tiny fraction. They estimate in the introduction somewhere between two and three percent of the prairie remains. And it's less than that in Illinois. There's a passage early on that I want to read to you. It comes from an unlikely source, Sherwood Anderson. You wouldn't expect him to be waxing eloquent on this theme. <laughs> in a letter dated from the 1920s, he wrote, A curious notion comes often to me. Is it not likely that when the country was new and men were often alone in the fields and forests, they got a sense of bigness outside themselves that has now in some way been lost? I don't mean the conventional religious thing that is still prevalent and that is nowadays being retailed to the people by the most up-to-date commercial methods, of course. You know? <laughs> in other words, he's talking about... That's what people like you and I believe, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> and churches, ugh, you know. <laughs> no, he doesn't mean that, but something else. Mystery whispered in the grass. I love that. Played in the branches of trees overhead, was caught up and blown across the horizon line in clouds of dust at evening on the prairies. Well, I feel that, too. And then on the other hand, a little voice comes to me and says, is it really true that people then felt mystery more than they do now? I'm not sure it is. The earth is always changing. It's hard to make a balance sheet of gains and losses and so on. Nevertheless, I think most people who read this book will feel some of that keen sense of loss, but I hope they'll also feel a gladness for the places where there are bits of prairie, either because they're in somewhat remote regions like up in Manitoba or someplace <laughs> like that where they have survived, or where there has been restoration. And there are places right here in Illinois, in addition to the Schulenburg Prairie, there are places where prairie has been restored. In fact, Wendy and I have a couple of lovely books at home that list some grasslands that you can visit. They're not all tall grass prairie, but they're some variety of prairie. And certainly, whenever we're there, we do feel that sense of mystery and of the presence of God 